Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted today? I wanted to talk to you about entitlement versus privilege. So I've had some questions in relation to the fact that I talk a lot about getting curious with your kids, being empathetic, seeing where they're at, seeing the world from their point of view, as opposed to painting them in a picture or painting them in a corner and not giving them an opportunity to explain themselves, explain their why. And so things like lying, things that uh, we think of as bad things, like failing, um, aren't. And, you know, it might be a different perspective than you've heard before, might be even seem a little controversial. And so I get a, I'm getting some feedback in regards to the fact that people are like, well, what do you do then? And so the last podcast I did was about consequences and how consequences can be positive, how consequences can be natural, and how consequences can be using your kid's currency and therefore you are able to have a more harmonious household by using those three things. So if you're interested in in how we do work consequences out, and that's not just in my home, it's in all the families that we've coached for the last 20 years, we set them up for the same success. And I would invite you to do the same in your house. But the other point, sorry, (laughs) the other point along that line that I wanted to mention is entitlement versus privilege. Because We give a lot of our power away as parents when we entitle our kids. There is actually phenomenons where they have studied this fact that entitled kids turn out to be adults that are really not able to be responsible for themselves because they feel the world owes them something. Because if you think about it for a moment in time, they would think that because they are going through life getting stuff from their core family members, let's say, you as a parent, and therefore they grow up thinking, well, I'm entitled to get this, I'm entitled to get that. And it can make a really unhappy life, can make for a really unhappy life, sorry for people, because of the fact that that isn't realistic. Life doesn't work that way. So some parents get so caught up in giving their children to their children that they miss what power they do have. It's important to understand the difference between a parental obligation and a privilege. So let's think about that for a sec. We're obligated to provide food, shelter, schooling, medical care, and I believe respect. 
In different people's homes, privileges could look different, but a partial list could be maybe special foods, maybe private schooling, extracurricular activities, vacations, televisions, electronics. So <laughs> you may feel those are things that are obligations, but they're not, they're privileges. And I believe that's a really important distinction for you to understand. So you do have your power as a parent, and for your children to understand so that they don't walk through life feeling like things should just be a certain way because they're so entitled. So get really clear on what a privilege is to you. And by doing so, you can do a much better job with discipline and curbing that sense of entitlement that I'm just mentioning. For example, in your home, and therefore in your opinion, a child may need a cell phone for specific reasons. Okay, so I do hear that often. Um, our children our children in our home, so we have a blended family, so our children also go to their other parents' home, but our children in our home, we don't feel need a cell phone. The other parents may feel differently about that, and that could be a different conversation. But let's say... Um, a parent does feel that a child needs a cell phone because they're not going to be home after school. I am I'm very lucky and very fortunate. I, I get to be home with my kids after school. So they don't need one for that purpose for that purpose. Sorry. But there are a lot of families I know that do work and they want their child to check in with them and they don't really have home phones anymore. All right. So there's a specific reason they need a home phone. But the thing is, that cell phone could then have certain restrictions. It could have certain usage. It could have certain numbers only programmed into it. I mean, there's so much you can do these days. And then what you can say to your child is, it's a privilege to have anything over that. So if you go over your minutes, you have to pay. If you want to add a different phone number in there, we need to have a discussion about it. So you're really getting clear on the fact that what a privilege is to you and the fact of what um, something that makes somebody entitled is to you. Kids aren't entitled to cell phones, right? That's a privilege. We're not obligated to provide a cell phone for our kids. I know so many parents that feel that they do because everybody else has one, therefore their kids should have one. So you might want to think about that. In our house, um, in our house, sorry, as I mentioned, our children don't have cell phones because we feel that's a privilege. And if they want it, they can pay for it. So I've had my kids say several times to me, oh, well, you know, Bobby Doe has a cell phone. Right from my eight-year-old when he, well, he's 10 now, but from when he was eight, all the way up to my now 16-year-old and our other two in between. And so I simply say to them, if you would like a cell phone, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, there'll probably be certain restrictions on it. Let's go investigate. Okay, it costs this much a month, uh, potentially costs this much for the cell phone this much a month. This is what you get for these different price points. If you're able to pay for it, then go for it. Well, they look at me like I have four heads because they don't have the money to pay for it. And even if they did, they don't want to pay for it because they think they're entitled to it. Well, not in our house. In our house, they're not entitled to it. Um, as same with electronics in our house. They're a privilege. They're not an expectation that we provide or an obligation, I should say, that we provide. So therefore, things like that can be removed because 
they're not an obligation. They don't need their electronics to survive. They may feel they do. And there may be certain points where you're thinking, oh God, if I could just give them their electronics, I would feel better. And maybe we would all last longer and survive. But really what that's about is the fact that you just have to set up something different around that. So an electronic in our house is not a parental obligation to provide. Um, it's a privilege. So we can use that as a PowerPoint or point of currency. People do that all the time for things, right? Money. Money's a currency. You need money to go buy certain things. When we value things more in society, they cost more money. Things that we value less cost less money. In your house, with things that your children value, they're not obligations, like electronics, you can use that as a currency. They place a high value on it, you don't. You can work through that as an example of something that you could take back your power as a parent. So if you make restrictions around how much they eat, like, you know, you can't eat your three meals a day, that would be not good because it's an obligation. Or you restrict them going to school, you know, or, you know, other things that you might restrict them to do that are parental obligations. Now, there's some gray areas, right? A gray area could be that your child is like, well, you know what, mom, I'm really wanting to try this protein powder and the protein powder is very expensive. But you know what, find some solutions. Maybe your child pays for a portion of it if it's something that they really want. Maybe they get some different samples and so they try it for a while to see if they actually want to spend their money on it. Or maybe it's something you do buy for them because you think, well, it's replacing a meal, so therefore I'm going to buy it for them. So, you know, there, there can be gray areas, but you just want to get really clear for yourself on what you think the difference is uh, between privilege, obligation, and, and so you're not creating, sorry, you're not creating that entitled child. So why don't you want to give your child a childhood of uh, overprotection, overindulgence, and over everything? Well, because it turns them into entitled children. There's this generation that they're talking about right now. And, um, you know, there's lots of different videos going around on Facebook about it, actually, probably on YouTube, because that's where the videos usually come from. It's talking about this generation that just feels so entitled. And so, you know, they're having a hard time getting and keeping jobs because of the sense of entitlement. And the statistic is actually that many of um, kids in their 20s and 30s today are actually feeling very entitled. So, so entitled that they're coming back to their parents' houses to live. And when they come back to live, they aren't paying rent or they're paying a fraction of a rent they'd pay somewhere else. They're not paying for their groceries and they're not even cooking or cleaning. These are kids in their 20s and kids are returning home and staying till they're like 32. Now, I have to tell you, when I heard that statistic, I was like, there is no way that's happening with our four kids. (laughs) So we will make darn sure that they do not feel entitled (laughs) and that there are regulations and rules and, and respect. And if they really don't want to live like that, then they can go choose to live on their own, obviously, and see kind of how that real world perspective is but we're not doing that so that we would chase them away I'm kind of joking around there but if my child was finished school finished high school okay so my children are even in high school and we still have an expectation that they work and they start contributing to things for themselves but if they were finished high school and and 
they thought that they could just live rent free and I would continue to do all the things that I do for them, it just wouldn't work. But we do have a different philosophy. So uh, it does still really shock me though when I hear of 21, 22, all the way to 32 year olds living at home not paying rent, okay, and not contributing to groceries. You're not doing your kids any favor. This is you out there as a parent, really, get a grip. <laughs> your kids should be paying rent. They should be buying their own groceries or contributing to the grocery bill. They should be cooking. They should be meal prepping. You know, they should be doing all of that, cleaning, um, anything that's going to set them up for success when they leave the house. And see, that's the main thing here, right, that we're talking about is that you don't set your child up for success when you have them feel entitled. Because quite honestly, there are tons of studies done on it. When a child is entitled, um, and, they, and they don't know that word, but when a child is given everything and don't have to take a lot of responsibility or do things for themselves, they grew, do grow up being entitled. And then they leave their house and they feel entitled and that they feel the world owes them. And they end up actually falling into a lot of different difficulties. Um, financial is a huge one. And then what happens? They're on your doorstep, right? Asking you for money. And if you've raised them to be entitled, then you might think that it's okay to give them that money because you've obviously given them money up to a certain point for them to feel entitled or given them possessions or whatever it is. So really think about this for a minute, guys. Don't raise entitled kids. Don't overprotect them. Don't overindulge them and don't over anything them because you don't want them coming home and staying with you until they're 32. 32 is the statistic. Can you imagine? I can't because I have four kids as I mentioned. So again, just remember, there's a difference between what we're obligated to provide as parents and what is a privilege. And as soon as you are better off finding that out for yourself where you stand, then have those conversations with your kids. Have that conversation with your partner. Is your partner and you could come from two totally different perspectives. Um, my children's father, as well as my partner that I live with now, uh, both of them come from well, definitely my children's father comes from a very entitled background, um, or not background, but growing up. And that has caused issues because he does feel as though the world owes him something and does, doesn't really know how to go out and get it for himself because he's always been given to him so much by his parents. And my partner, it was more that he was shown love by gifts. And so he shows love by buying gifts for his kids and therefore they grew up thinking well I should just have all these things and get all these things because that's how they were brought up so it's really no fault of their own right I believe I did a podcast that children are mirrors so if you're thinking god where does my kid get this attitude that I'm gonna buy him this stuff or that he deserves this stuff well, look in the mirror. <laughs> You've given your children these attitudes. And if they have received it from another person in their circle of influence, um, like their friends, well, then it's a simple conversation about different privileges and different houses and different perspectives. But if you've been giving them stuff up to that point, you've created that in them. And it can be very hard to reverse that. I mean, it's not impossible, but it is a lot more work to reverse it than to just say to your kids, you know what? This is the kind of the way it is from the beginning. But that said, wherever you are in your parenting world right now, and however old your kids are, you can still fix it. 
okay? There is not hope lost. You can just start being really aware of what a privilege is and what an obligation is and how entitled are your children. Thank you so much for listening. Again, appreciate any feedback you can give me. And uh, I look forward to continuing on your parenting journey with you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.